0: Right now, get up to 30% off at Bluenile.com. Bluenile.com.
1: Hi, this is Tom from the band Leopold, and you're listening to You Haven't Heard This Music podcast.
2: Hello, and welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. This is a podcast about lesser-known bands and lesser-known artists, and songs we think you should really check out. I'll be your host, Wayne, and with me on the show, as always, I have my co-hosts, Richie, Say hello, Richie. Hello. Oh, that's it, okay. And, uh... uh Our other co-host, Neil. Hello, Neil. Greetings and
3: salutations.
2: Ah, very nice, very nice. Uh, And as always on the show, we have a special guest. Our special guest this uh, evening is Tom from the band Leopold. Hello, Tom.
1: Hi, everyone. Uh, Happy to be joining you tonight. Brilliant.
2: Hi, Tom. As always, this is a show of... How many parts is it now? Four. Four parts we dropped a section as I?
4: always it's a, it's a show about four parts as always yeah, as always
2: well uh, well, from this season that's another
4: thing you do a uh, lot as always as always
2: because <laughs> it's as always we're going to start um, bouncing onto other ends exactly we. <laughs> we start with a head to head which is a section of the show where we bring a song that has been sent to us uh, through the emails and through the ether of time because my song's from July last year that's what one I'm bringing tonight um, this is where we bring a song and put them head to head against each other and Tom from Leopold will judge who is the winner these, these songs are from little heard artists or unknown artists and then we move from that to the Hidden Masterpiece uh, which will be brought by Tom from Leopold. What song are you bringing for the Hidden Masterpiece, Tom? Uh,
1: so I've gone for a song called Falling For You by the 1975 it's a B-side off their first album and it's uh, it's one of my all-time favourites, there's a lot of nostalgia in that song for me. Brilliant,
2: talk about that a bit later on and then we move on to the intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode, Go! Ha! <laughs>
1: Got you, Neil. Beat
2: you. Which last time, Neil was chosen to go and find some music of the wizard rock genre.
3: <laughs> this was interesting.
2: <laughs> don't leave it there. Don't See, say anymore.
1: I can vouch for that as well. <laughs> it is interesting.
3: It wasn't what I expected. No. Don't, don't
2: go any further. We'll, we'll say that for, for that. I thought I was looking for the music of Roy Wood. <laughs> And then uh, and then after after we've finished talking about Wizard Rock, we will move on to the Artist Spotlight, which will be all about uh, Leopold, and Tom will tell us all about what the band's doing and uh, what Leopold is. Have we got any news?
4: Um, we have no news, no, I don't think so, but I uh, just want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting the... We're leaving pod-
2: Europe on Friday. This will be well after that, no. Anyway. Oh, we will, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we've left, left, we've left, left Europe. <laughs> left, so,
4: so we've left Europe and the podcast's still going, so <laughs> there we go. The internet's um, still works <laughs> just want to say thank you to everybody who supports the podcast with donations and Patreon uh, without your help we would struggle to we wouldn't struggle but yeah, you know, it, it helps with all the overheads we didn't think when we started this we'd have overheads but we do have them so thank you to everybody that helps out if you want to join us on Patreon where we've got extras and more stuff and Wayne's got new videos and stuff that he's got planned you can find us at patreon.com Every time forward you slash you... Y-H-H-T-M-P-C
2: Every time you subscribe, I'll buy some new panties. <laughs> For the videos, obviously.
4: <laughs> yes.
3: That disturbs
2: me. It <laughs> <laughs> was meant to. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Right, after that disturbing image of, of me in a pair of panties, um, let's move on to the head-to-head. head,
5: to head!
3: Lovely, lovely.
2: So we're on to the head-to-head, and uh, who won last time? It was you. Oh my god, Neil, I it's I, you.
3: I, I am leading.
2: You get to go first, Neil.
3: Do I? Yeah. Oh, I thought I went last because I won. That's because like, you've never won.
2: <laughs> you this haven't won yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> this is true. Okay, so um, this week I will be bringing a song called Siren by Resurrection Fern. So that was Siren by uh, Resurrection Fern. Yeah, I really like this song. Uh, Well, I kind of do now, it it, it sort of grew on me. And I think this this track is a, a classic example of why you should listen to a song more than once. Cause I kind of I, I was I, I was I was doing something I was cooking or washing up and I, I was listening to which I, I tend to do I um, I'll be doing something in the kitchen and I'll I'll listen to submissions that we've had while I'm doing that and I kind of listened to it and I thought yeah typical folk song um, but for whatever reason I couldn't get to my phone to to skip it and I left it running and I ended up listening to it about three times. By the third time, I started to think, actually, I like. And by the fifth time, I thought, this is absolutely fucking amazing. Yeah, and I just fell in love with it. In the end, I listened to it about seven or eight times on repeat, and then listened to it a few more times by choice. And it's just a really, really lovely song. I think the um, it's gentle, it's melodic, but uh, I mean the, the lyrics, I think, are absolutely amazing. There's, there's a couple of bits that, that sort of stand out right at the start. There's this, uh, the whole whole sort of tone of the song is sort of very melancholic. Uh, I could imagine it sort of coming in at the end of a sort of film like Jerry Maguire or something like that, you know, kind of a film where somebody's gone on like an emotional journey and found themselves uh, he, he, he kind of like you know it's, There's a lot of soul searching in there but there's this bit at the start where she says uh, picture on the wall should uh, should we catch it if it falls you know the fact that you're asking that question kind of um, implies that there's, there's there's an alternative that you're actually considering no should we just let it fall and smash I, I i hear the storm should i answer its call should i should i what should i do and then there's a there's a bit a bit further along where, um, she, she talked about the fact it's taken a storm to push her away from somebody and you kind of think yeah that's, that's what life could be like sometimes you can go through something horrible and it sort of messes up your way of life but then you, you reflect and you go actually that was that was for the best so yeah i liked it a lot a um, little bit about resurrection fern um she's a folk artist from america i believe yeah inspired indie folk singer songwriter um Interesting. This, this um, track came from an album she's released called Fern, uh, and the reason that she uh, she called it Fern is apparently when she uh, she played when when she, when she first called the album, played it back. The first word she could think of to describe the album was "it's me," so she called it Fern. Def Leppard did something similar with their last album, I think. <laughs> it's called "Shit." <laughs> <laughs> apparently, they they wrote this album. It was it was self-titled, but they played it to somebody. So, what does it sound like? You went, "Oh, it De- sounds like Def Leppard." Right, that's what we'll call it then. So, yeah, I, I like this song a lot. So, uh, Wayne, what did you think? Um, it's interesting you say cinematic, because it, it is cinematic.
2: I didn't go the route of, like, melodrama and all that. I went the other way. Um, do you know a director called Lynn Ramsey? No. Lynn Ramsey is the director of... Uh, you Were Never Really Here. Never heard of it. A Joaquin Phoenix film. No, you, um, Wayne does this because yeah. he likes
4: people to know that he knows a lot about
2: movies. Because oh, I do. <laughs> um, and Ratcatcher. And they're quite melancholic and dark. I've heard of Ratcatcher, I think. Yeah, that's, that's, you, that's sort of where it comes from. I found this song to have a real brilliant duality. I did. And she's using the call of the sea and the siren call Obviously, you know, siren call is like Jason and the Argonauts. You know, the uh, the sirens
3: calling, um, luring the sailors yeah, to yeah. their death, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. so and that's what she she's luring. I like the fact that she's using the metaphor of the sea and the sirens to also talk about a detrimental and bad relationship where she can't get away from him because he keeps calling her back and she's drawn to him like sirens draw sailors in. I like that. And like you say, the he smashing takes, of... takes a storm. Yeah, too. it yeah. takes... it takes. That's the only way the sailor's going to get away from it, yeah. uh, from uh, the sirens. A smashing of waves. I think this got great instrumentation. It's really minimal, but it sounds really full. Some brilliant overlays of um, vocals in this. I love the way you've got the sound of the ocean all the way through because it sounds like it's a live recording, but then when you listen to uh, listen to it back in retro Respect. it sounds like the ocean so that, again he's got that duality but that was really really
1: good so it's a really good song cool do
4: you reckon rich let's find out what thomas thinks
1: uh yeah i'll come i, I don't want to give too much away because i do have a favorite oh actually, a good. I, I probably <laughs> should have said that <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, i'll tell you what i thought she, her voice was incredible to start with it was a beautiful voice i agreed with what you said it's cinematic i thought it was epic sweep and you do kind of get swept away with it and yeah, some quite personal lyrics, so especially, like I said, with the vocal that she has as well, which is really quite stunning. I, I For me, I it, I caught it on the first listen, actually. It didn't take me a few times. The moment I, it, it came on, actually, I, I found it quite uh, gripping, so definitely a great choice and and a good one to kick off the head-to-head with. Rich?
4: Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. It's a good example of songs don't need to be complicated to be good, Um I've been listening to a bit of Snarky Puppy this week, and they're very complicated. And some of their stuff isn't as good as this.
2: Rich uses Snarky Puppy, so you know that he knows a lot about jazz. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Not necessarily, but anyway, beautiful, perfect cadences between all the parts. I, I, it was it a was beautiful um, folk music. Then her voice was lovely. I, I can't really fault it. It was just the, I just I'm slurping. I, I, I edit out those slurps. You don't? No, I leave it. I turn them up. <laughs> so yeah a beautiful piece of music not complicated I could probably learn this song myself on the on the ukulele and it's just yeah it's just lovely lo- lo- like I like it a lot
3: I challenge you to do that
4: uh, yeah okay if you're listening to this send me, send me the um send me the necessary chords and I'll I'll learn this I you mean you I've, can't... Been, I've been I've been trying to I've been trying to reproduce Rufus Wainwright's arpeggios in the um in the hallelujah song on from the piano onto the uh, ukulele. It's not easy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You've run out of strings. <laughs> no, you can, you,
4: can, you can do it. It's
2: not quite the same. But... No. All right, brilliant. Have we all spent on Neil's song? Yeah. Excellent. Who next? Uh, you want to go next?
4: Go on, then. So, do, you, oh, do you know what
3: song you
2: brought?
4: Yeah. I've got, you don't need to show me. I've got one I need right here. You just need to edit this video while I'm talking.
2: It's sounding like we do this every time we come here. You've never got it. No, so I've
4: gone off my page because I want to go and get (laughs) Thomas uh, Thomas's email. Never read it. So yeah, this uh, my song that I'm bringing is. Did you show me a book of loads of words on? I don't know which one. Okay, so yeah, my song is "Sweetheart" by. Serena Dalton or Dalton? Dalton. 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 I'm going to go with Dalton, it sounds better.
3: Yeah, but she's from West Sussex, so it's Dalton. It's spelt the same way as Timothy Dalton. Arguably the best James Bond. Yeah, but if
4: I had that name, spelled like that, I'd want to be called Dalton. Anyway, it's her. (laughs) Listen to it. Enjoy.
6: There's a river that I go that nobody has to know Where I would wait for you, long for you It's the river that we went that last summer that we spent The day you left for war to fight again I'll be waiting for your sweet nothings To steal my heart and make me fly again There's no reason why I shouldn't dream That this love of ours should ever have to end Oh my sweet, sweet, sweet heart Won't you come, come back to me Oh my sweet, sweet, sweet heart There's still time to go over I felt the panic rush rip through my skin. Oh, what comfort should I find? No, the bride just left behind, too late to rest my dying. Gone before it's time. Make the sun rise again on all the days that we begin. We still. of the rest.
4: That was Serena Dalton with, her, Dalton with her song, Sweetheart. Yes, Serena Dalton is an independent English singer-songwriter from West Sussex, UK. She blends a mix of folk, soul, blues and pop with influences from Johnny Swim, Gabrielle a- Aplin, Civil Wars and Adele. Having found a voice in church from a young age, she used to be a god along with endless hours of playing songs on her parents' piano, her passion for songwriting grew when she got her first guitar on her 18th birthday, but it wasn't until moving to London to pursue other creatives, she shared her material with every well, anyone, is what it says there, not everyone, anyone, whether they liked it or not, but yeah. Collaborating with other grassroots artists, she gained experience in songwriting and performing and started to work towards her first project. In... 2015 she joined up with remember the children do you remember the children no 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 me to birth her first record giant heart turning the ground floor to her parents house into a studio she brought friends and fellow artists in to record for a week i bet her parents fucking love that i bet that was their favorite week of their life
2: They'd like gone mm. to East Sussex at that point, so it didn't matter. The
4: wide <laughs> range of musical backgrounds and styles proved to make for an engaging and original first sound. It goes on for a bit, and then it says... Yeah, you can leave that there, you get the idea. You can check her out on her a, on a website, um, SharonDalton.Wixie.com Wixite.com But we'll leave that in the show notes anyway. But yeah, that's it. I like this a lot. This was very... Do you, do you remember Celtic Woman? She did the song that won the Eurovisions for Ireland. Yeah. Reminds me a bit of her. uh, Very ethereal. It's got a very Irish feel about it, I think. There's lots going on with the layering and the. It's just, yeah, it's very ethereal. It's uh, something you can imagine in the soundtrack to like a Lord of the Rings or something. I like it. I like it a lot. Wayne!
2: Yeah, I like it as well. I, there's not much in the way of changing style and substance between Neil's song and your song. Well, they're this
4: sweet. is what I, think, I was thinking when I listened to Neil's. Actually, they're not a thousand miles apart. Mm, if
2: they turn them on a compilation album, they'd be well suited. I think the drums in this are fucking. It'd, magnificent they are so well recorded and, and so well done and i'm not even sure if they're normal drums they may even be um electronic or a drum machine or um that might processed. be some sort of sample but yeah. the
4: samples are so good now that you, you can i, I couldn't tell i
2: thought it was fantastic like you say uh, i love the, Kel- the celtic elements of it it's uh, got a lovely blend of uh, folk and pop sort of in the same way of the cause that sort of feel yeah. yeah, or better. I think yeah. it's
4: more epic than what the cause did.
2: Yeah, she puts me in the she puts me in mind of like contemporary singers as well, like Taylor Swift and Miley Cyrus. That sort of tone in her voice. It's a very commercial tone, you know. Mm. Even though this is a this is a folk stroke Celtic song, I love the I love the tempo of this song as well. It's not afraid to take its time to tell its story, and I like that a lot. It 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 doesn't rattle through. It, it takes its time. Yeah, it's it's a nice song.
4: Mm.
1: I'd agree with a lot of what you said, Richie. And I think um, I I do come from Irish parents. So growing up and and certainly around the house, whenever I do go home, there's a lot of music which is very similar to this. And, And like you said, a bit similar to the first song from Neil, another beautiful voice. And a sort of similar style as well. It's quite sweeping and certainly passionate as well. I think also like the first one, it's really well uh, recorded. I think the mixing and mastering is very clean and sounds super professional. I don't know where they did it or who did it. And for me, I mean, you touched on the drums there. For me, it was the strings that really did it for me. I do have a soft spot for anything with strings. I think they really add a lot of emotion to the song. So
4: um, I thought there was quite subtle there.
1: Thing. As, as things stand... Yeah, I mean for me though, I, I just thought it added and, and they build and, and it it gives it something, a bit of depth and I, I don't want to give too, anything away but it certainly is in, in terms of head to head so far between that and the first song, which are very similar in style, I think this would edge it for me.
4: I think it should, yeah.
1: <laughs> interesting what you just
3: closed with there Todd, because I felt exactly the same way when I first heard it <laughs> I thought yeah I bought this amazing folk song which I didn't even realise was amazing first time I heard it I thought I've, I've won hands down this week and I heard this and I thought hmm, it's a similar song but it's, it's just got that slight edge because it's I don't know there's just something about it <laughs> I love it because it's dark to begin with there's a very dark sort of brooding vibe to it. There's,
4: just... an extra, there's an extra nuance to yeah. it. That, um... To be
3: fair, thinking about yeah. it, though, the uh, Resurrection Fern song was, was quite, uh, Sirens was quite dark as well, really, but uh, presented in a lighter way. This this has got a more an, an immediate dark tone. Mention, <laughs> mention the Celtic thing. It's um, interesting Rich mentioned, like, Lord of the Rings soundtrack. It may put me in mind of one of my all-time favourite songs, which is the song uh, clan did from the uh, Last of the Mohicans soundtrack. Mm. Mm. I'll find you. It had got that similar sort of dark undercurrent and build up and very sort of brooding intensity, and it incredibly well produced. I think you know, kind of a, a couple of people have said that as well. You know, I agree with it. It's just like the instrumentation and the the production of that instrumentation is just bang on throughout.
4: I think so. it was quite brave of it to be honest as well, because um, with a song like that. Usually it works better stripped back, and you put too much production on a song like this. It, a lot of the time, I'd imagine, it would come through overproduced. I think it works beautifully on this, it's like the that uh, last of the the song. I um, will oh, find you, is it? Yeah, that's, that's that's the same kind of thing with that. It need needed that little bit of over overproduction, but it worked really well.
3: But yeah, great song.
4: Mm. Should we move on to you then, Wayne?
3: Yeah, moving on to Wayne, on to Wayne, on to Wayne.
4: To you know pages. your song, Neil. I didn't notice, he was asking, you know, it's is it kind of like a falling out of love song, is it? That was the impression I got, yeah. And he's like, he's asking questions, asking questions. What should I... It's like the chorus bit, is it the chorus where she's going, do, 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 do? Is it like just a... la 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 saying, do, you saying do, you should do, I don't know what fucking song you're on about. Nil song. I
2: don't know what fucking song
4: you're... Do, 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 do. I know what he means, yeah. I
2: don't know. Oh fuck! Right. That's just do do. Yeah, I know I mean, it is, but it's not a do. The, it's yeah, not I, do do. Say I know it's no, a... it's
4: not. But in the context of the song, she could be saying, you know, do, do do do. I'm
3: guessing that probably wasn't the intention, but he does add an extra dynamic to it potentially.
4: Yeah. Anyway,
1: yeah, I thought it was just the noise. I I, I didn't think it, yeah, was, I shoot, it was a lyric. Yeah,
4: I, I I guessed it was that, but I thought that it could be the other as well.
3: Mm. Anyway. It's one of those things where you can interpret a song many different ways.
4: Okay.
2: (laughs) Uh, Right, shall we move on to my song then? So I'm bringing a band called Middle Life and their song You Break Everything. Enjoy. Middle life with their song You Break Everything. It's just sent to us back in July. Like I said many times on the podcast. I'm working my way through those submissions. I'm gonna read you the bio they sent us. Musician Jean de Costa has been playing an Indian playing in indie folk bands for the past 15 years, bands called Yearbook Committee, Cuba, and The Highland Reunion. With the new solo project, Middle Life, he explores the musical influences of his youth, 90s rock. That's that's pretty much this. You know, this is exactly my wheelhouse. This is Jimmy Eat World, you know, and that's the reason I brought it, because my type of music. I'll probably get shit from both of you for bringing all that fucking sound like you always give me. <laughs> He's brought, he brought Celtic, you brought Celtic. Fucking how many times have you done that? Anyway... This is, like I say, it's completely my genre. This is specifically Jimmy Eat World's Bleed America sort of era, and I love it. I think the fucking chorus is brilliant in this. You can scream it and sing it as loud as you fucking want. I love that backwards distorted guitar he uses. I love the way it's recorded. I think the whole song works, and it's in and out in, what, three three minutes, ten or something like that. I love it.
3: That, I think it's under three minutes. Is it under three minutes? Wow. Okay. I think it's about 2 minutes, 53 seconds, something like that.
2: Like I say, he's, he's specifically aiming for that period and I think he smashes it out of the park with uh, with the 90s. I, I
3: didn't know that because I was listening to it earlier when I happened to glance at it. I went, "Oh, this song's under three minutes. Well, so, there you go.
2: Yeah. I thought it was about three minutes. That was his ago.
4: shaving grace thing. Here we go. <laughs> Shall I go, to go first
2: because I'll be nice? I'll let him go first. Got it.
4: So you break everything by middle life. Believe to not, Wayne, I didn't hate this. I was actually quite surprised by this. I actually did enjoy this. I really enjoyed the way, especially when it started and they brought the song in with just mainly the, the 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 drums and the bass guitar. And I love the way they did that. It was just like really fucking just, pounding, just, just pounding, and yeah. And then it, then it brings it in. you got just, you got a bit of a squealing guitar, which was nice. I, yeah, it is that sound that I dislike. However, I didn't dislike the way they did it. I think they did it a bit more... They added a bit more electric to it, not, not as in electric guitar I think there's a bit more um, up-to-date synth in there, maybe that was nice. Can't bring no? it to
2: mind, but the, the sound I'm thinking of is is specifically yeah, yeah, of. yeah. I,
4: I, it was definitely there, yeah. but I and I'm not just saying that because uh, you've just got all funny with me for slagging off all your other songs. I did actually like this one. This was this was. Uh, I'm only
2: thinking about you. Yeah, if you want to tear it a new, arse, I'll go. But when it starts on Twitter, to, I ain't defending you.
4: I don't need to tear this <laughs> one to new. Arse, although, because this one was was actually enjoyable. Yeah, I like this one. Um, not much else to say about it. Uh, it's, it was slightly underwhelming. It's not one that I would remember personally, but again, that's because it's not my genre. Oh, I I'd find d- I
2: find a trick, by the way. You know, um, I used to listen to the songs for the podcast like ten days before we recorded, and then by the time I get to the podcast, I actually couldn't remember any of the songs. I was only listening to the day, the day, or the day before we record, and I remember them all now. I always do that. Yeah, I think it's the very forward now, to be honest. Yeah, but Tom. This band, sorry. This,
4: sorry, but yeah, but this band, yeah, I, I could. I haven't listened to any more of the stuff, but on this one, I would definitely go. It's, back good. And the, the, oh, it's the, good.
2: The EP yeah. they release is really good. I really enjoyed it.
4: And for me to say that about this style of music, that's. yeah. Good. Or maybe it's bad because I like it.
1: I don't know you. <laughs> no, we're, we're with you richie I'm about to come in and back you up. I liked it too.
2: Go on, Tom. You can go next. Go for it.
1: Yeah, I I, I liked it. I mean, this is more in my genre actually. So it's more. You mentioned, um I think Jimmy Eat World there a couple of times, and they were yeah. one of my all-time favorite bands growing up. And it reminded me of a, of a couple of songs from that that time. I, I don't know if you remember Stacy's Mom by Fountains <laughs> of Wayne. Fountains of Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Fountains of. It, I thought when it came, out you do it like that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, it's and in bowling that area. for soup. Yeah, that that kind of era. So um, no, I did. I do have a soft spot for it actually, and, um, and yeah, I think lyrically it. it, it, it it's something a lot of guys could probably relate with and have a good scream about, and um, have a bit of a release uh, through singing it. So, uh, you know, what, no, only positive things I to say about this one.
4: Yeah, I didn't even mention the lyrics. I did, I did, yeah, the the lyrics. Uh,
1: I love the lyrics of the yeah. chorus.
2: say uh, you "My head, Struck my car. Home. Yeah, my head, my car. <laughs> you break everything. My bed, my heart. You break everything. I fucking love that. That's brilliant. It's class, yeah. Neil.
3: Yeah, um, interesting. Jimmy Eat World's mentioned a few times. My first instinct when I heard this was this sounds more like Jimmy Eat World than Jimmy. Eat World. It does, yeah. If this was on
2: a <laughs> Jimmy. Absolutely, I agree. Um,
3: but I like Jimmy Eat World, so yeah, I didn't dislike it, and uh, yeah, it's really uh it's upbeat it's it's one of those um of well, those songs it's a bit like um ages ago i bought a reggae song as a head-to-head uh, from a band that we went to see oh god um newtown kings new Town kings uh, and they well, did, well the, remembered the song the song they did was very much like it was all about somebody using a sort of one-sided relationship where you know the other person just takes from them all the time but they did it in a really jolly upbeat happy <laughs> way that was the same kind of thing it's like somebody who's you know you break everything i mean it's, it's quite dark really like you said, that was that, that you just said, but it, what, what what is it again? Um, you break my car, it's, it's,
2: my heart. Uh, my my head, my car. You break everything. My bed, my heart. You break everything. See, what, I oh, think yeah.
4: it's different. For, like, for me, it's lose. In my house, it's, she loses everything. <laughs> everything. And I don't think she loses them. I think she hides them on purpose. I oh, think she sells goes, them. Well, you shouldn't leave them hang, lying about. <laughs> where, yeah, where, where they can get damaged or lost. They don't get lost, I don't know where they are. L- like you left that you bottle of whiskey them.
3: lying around. Yeah. The, the one I just tripped over.
4: You kicked. You kicked it up the wall. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but but, but, but yeah, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's actually quite dark when you think about it. You know, you... It, it, you know, it kind of when you break it down, that sounds like somebody in quite a destructive relationship. It's not the same to but, your but, song, then Neil. <laughs> but yeah, it's very happy and upbeat and very, you know, that disarming.
2: That was that was the the period though, the early two thousands. Yeah. That's what songs were. You know, you could break up with somebody, and it was. It didn't have to be a dirge. It was. That's just Johnly right about
3: it. I played all three songs to Rachel, uh, my my better half, just before I left, and her comment was: she thought they were all brilliant. By the way, all, all three songs. She said none of them would be out of place on a one tree hill. soundtrack. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> <laughs> right period
2: again.
1: Yeah.
4: Okay, so Thomas, it is down to you. Which song did you? Uh, which song did you like the most? Oh dear me, which song did you like the most?
1: All right, I—I I, I mean, firstly, just to say, I don't know if the composition's always this tough, but they, they were three class songs. I think as as the feedback has has been, we we all liked them all, and 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 loads of strengths in all of them. And frankly, this isn't
4: the X Factor. Come on! Yeah, they should.
1: They. I don't know what I was going to say. I don't know why they're not known. Like, they should be known. Yeah. All three of them. Um, like these. These should be mainstream songs that have loads of followers and listens. But I think Richie, I'm going to go with you. It was just. It was something a little bit. It edged it over. It was the family the first thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Maybe that. it's You know, just something subconsciously when I when I heard it and it links to my or the childhood and Ireland and all this. It, maybe that's what influenced my decision. I don't know. But I think for me that one just edges it this week.
4: I think you're right.
1: Congratulations, Rich. Yeah, well-deserved.
4: Yeah, excellent. And on that note, on that long, long, long start, long first round, I think that's... How long has that took us? About an hour?
2: Apparently, because we've had trouble recording, apparently that took us three minutes.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we've had a few few technical issues that you won't know about because this will be edited... Down down to the balls. Aren't you going to do your usual <laughs> spiel about how it isn't a competition and it's not I'm,
2: about
3: not, not this week. He's not oh, no, oh, Of course, oh, he's oh, not. Interesting that
4: it's not a <laughs> competition, though, is it?
2: I'll um I'll go back to something Neil says no. all the time. Um, no. What you just brought up, Tom, about the uh, about the competition being so tough and and the songs being all good. It's down to the bands who are sending us their material. It's got better and stronger every week, it's every time. It's not down to us, is it? <clears throat> I didn't say
3: that. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I think. I think the quality. Well, Wayne's trying to say the quality of submissions. Thanks, we've, Neil. We've had This year, I mean, I know you tend to go back into the back catalogue and out mm. old stuff. But I mean, I, I I tend to look at the more recent stuff. I've
4: listened to some recent stuff. Remember that one I sent to you recently? That that those two Asian girls. No, no, I sent one to you saying um, what uh, uh, what the fuck is this? And it was oh, it was it was diabolical. I don't know. I, know you'll, you'll always, to say, I don't like to say that. You'll always I, get
3: some of that, but on, on a whole, I think the um, the quality of the submissions we've been getting yeah. since, since the start of this year has just improved <clears throat> mentally.
4: we occasionally get the X Factor rejects send us their work <laughs> yeah, and, um, and
2: we're talking one in about 90 yeah, emails yeah yeah
4: yeah the, ma- the majority right. of what we get yeah. is actually very good keep sending us yeah, yeah we, keep we love sending us, yeah. you work and I will listen to it daily
2: and I will listen to it next
3: year yeah and I will listen to so
2: it so there we maybe. go anyway
4: Wayne take it away
2: right so after that uh, very long head to head round uh, the scores on the doors are Neil with one Rich with one and I've got none You are losing? Oh my god. Loser! Um, Not a competition. So, uh, congratulations to Rich. It's not Uh, a competition, Wayne. Congratulations to Rich. We'll move swiftly on now to the hidden masterpiece. masterpiece. So the Hidden Masterpiece round and Tom from Leopold is going to bring his Hidden Masterpiece. What song are you bringing that you consider to be a Hidden Masterpiece? Uh,
1: so the the song I've chosen this time is called Falling For You by the 1975. Tell us all about it,
2: mate. Tell us how you you came about it and what you think is a Hidden Masterpiece.
1: Um, So 1975, a uh, band from my hometown, Manchester. I followed them for years uh, from their, their early... Uh, starts and especially their first album which I, I still think is their best they did a deluxe version of it where they they stuck a load of b-sides on it and this is one of the tracks on the b-side i think it came out quite a few years ago so over time it's crept up i think a lot more people know about it now especially more than they originally planned i think i saw a quote once where the lead singer said they don't know it's probably the best song he's ever written so i think it, it shows that it could it could have been a classic maybe they didn't realize it at the time but uh certainly I, I think it's quite a beautiful track. And the story of the, so- the the song is that um, you know, maybe relatable for a lot of people, certainly for myself growing up. Uh it seems to be the story of um a young lad in love with a girl who's maybe a little bit older than him, and just his constant obsession with her, his attempts to seduce her, to gain her attention, gain her attraction, and yeah, so it it feels somehow quite nostalgic. Excellent. I'm rich.
4: I like the nineteen seventy five. I have a few of their songs on my playlist, regular listening playlist. I do like them, they're a very good band. However, this one, I couldn't get past thinking that it sounded like Cliff Richard, 80s Cliff (laughs) Richard. I couldn't get past
3: that. 80s Cliff Richard was good.
4: It was alright, but it's not for me. Saviour's Day, it,
2: Wired for Sound. You have to start with Saviour's Day. It's not really an argument, that, <laughs> is it, Neil? Come on. <laughs> wired for Sound, I could have joined in. like But, no.
4: but yeah, on a whole, as, as a band on a whole, yeah, I like them. But this song, yeah, I just couldn't get past that. And it kind of ruined the song for me. <laughs> I need
1: Sorry. to check out some Edie's Cliff. I might <laughs> like him. Yeah, you do. <laughs>
3: Neil. <laughs> I've probably been living with my head in a bucket, but I, I'd never heard of the 1975s. When, um, when I played for, for Rachel earlier, she went, what do you mean you've never heard of the 1975s? <laughs> and she immediately, my, 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 my wife is just, I mean, she's, she's the best person to have on your team in a pub quiz because she's just so full of useless facts about music. Hear <laughs> yeah, that, <But> Rachel. <laughs> useless but entertaining. Um, so she immediately came, what do you mean you've never heard of them? So, they're, uh, they're their lead singer is Tim Healy's son. <laughs> Denny Murphy design pit? Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, that's an interesting fact. I shall quote that on the podcast tonight. I don't
4: know if she still does it, but another thing your wife does is when you're watching a film and you're, you're mentally watching this film, she'll just, every single character that comes on the screen, she'll tell you who they are in real life. That's so-and-so. Yeah, and what they've been in. What they've been
3: in. It's, <laughs> it's great because we just signed up for Amazon Prime <laughs> and Amazon Prime's got this thing where you're watching a film or a TV show. If you pause it, it tells you who's in the scene. You have to keep <laughs> pausing it, she's in the scene. It's really annoying. <laughs> but uh, yeah takes you three hours to watch an hour film we, 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 we digress um, a <laughs> bit like getting into this podcast tonight isn't yes. it yeah I I, um, I thought I should probably check out some of the 1975's for context to see how this sort of matches up to one of the others I've got to be honest I preferred some of the other stuff I think this is a good song is, for me it feels like it um, I, I wanted to kind of get going I wanted. it just, it feels like you, you're almost willing it to go somewhere else and it doesn't it's very sort of
1: maybe that's the intention Millennium
4: man. Prayer that's where I was expecting it to go yeah you <laughs> have to be in
1: a certain mood for it I don't know what Millennium Prayer is but i I'd agree no, with that, clear, that it's point
4: it, it's, it's like there's a bit
3: towards no, the end clear. when everything goes quiet and you kind I think yeah, it comes back. To, you know, he yeah. needs to come back now with you know some, some more intense drums and maybe a, maybe a bass riff or something. And he doesn't. And you kind of okay. I like the band a lot, and I will check out some more of the band. But I wasn't I wasn't really stuck with this song. I got to be honest. Sorry.
2: <laughs> I think
3: they're perfectly fine. I will not be checking out any more of these guys.
2: You won't be. No, I won't be no. Then they're not on my street. I I think what they do is 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 good and amiable, and I can certainly. You know, I can go against what Neil's saying about wanting the song to get going because of what the song contents about. You know, it's it's an unrequited love, and it's it never gets going because it never gets going. You know, it's it's all oh, about falling yeah, for you.
3: Kind see that, yeah.
2: I like the instrumentation in this. What I can't get past is something really strange. When I was researching this band, all it is was four young guys with their shirts unbuttoned. And <laughs> I'm 39 years old. That's fuck all to do with me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stay away. Liar! That. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they formed in 2002 in Wimslow, Cheshire. Uh, they are now based in Manchester. They were 14 when they uh, formed to, uh, the band, uh, when they were at school together. They are Matthew Healy, Adam Han, Tim Healy's son, Ross MacDonald and George Daniel. Tim Healy and Denise Welch's uh, son. Yes, yes, oh, so, yes, yes is, yeah. um, so they formed the band at school. Their breakout hit was a song called Chocolate, and their debut yes, album... Yes, I love that song. I have no idea what that song is, sir. So. I probably would if I heard it. That's the thing. It's a good song. Yeah, their debut album. I've wrote it down. I've, I've. Uh, oh, sorry. The debut album went to number one in the UK chart. I think it's a fantastic song. I, I really like that it's brooding. Personally, I think it is a hidden masterpiece. But I shan't be checking any more of the band art. Rich,
4: I like the band. I like their music. I wasn't sold on this song because of Cliff Richard. <laughs> I'll take that, I'll take
2: that. Cliff Richard, what
4: the, I can't see the Cliff Richard
3: connection,
4: I really can't. Oh, it's right there, <clears throat> it's right there in the mix. Neil?
3: Neil? I, will, I would echo Richard's comments without Cliff Richard.
2: <laughs> by the way, Tom, okay. just just to, just to fill you in, Neil said the Millennium Prayer by Cliff oh, I Richard. I did. Oh, sorry, Richard did and you said you didn't know what that was. That was a fucking abomination where <laughs> Cliff Richard sang the Lord's Prayer over Old Lang Syne.
5: Our Father who art oh, in wow. heaven, Remix. hallowed be
2: thy
4: name. He's going to sue us, stop. Thy kingdom, thy will, well. will. He can't he can't 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 on earth. He can't sue us
3: because Rich can't
2: sue us. Think C- think. No, well, no, but we're but losing, listen, Richie.
1: Got it, he, <laughs> got
3: it. He, Jesus
2: can sue us. He can't sue us because they're both public property, they're both out of license. Ah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
5: sure.
2: So, with one vote. For in the Hidden Masterpiece all of Fame and two out, I'm afraid, Falling for You by the 1975 is not a Hidden Masterpiece. Fair Un- unlucky. Fair
1: unlucky. It was worth a shot. <laughs> right. But well, This m- is
4: why we do it, because it gets gives the listeners a an, a better idea of you and your style and what you're about. And just because we don't like it doesn't mean the listeners won't I liked like it. it. And uh, th- I was going to get rid of the hidden masterpiece, but in hindsight, I think Neil and oh no, I liked it. Right- yeah, yeah, they made the Yeah, right it's a good way
1: of key- discovering yeah. new music. I think Neil, I think.
2: Neil yeah. championed that more than me, to be honest. Well yeah. done, Neil. Right, we're going to move on to Neil's favourite round then. <laughs> Right, so last time on the Intense cycle Genre Musical Challenge Mode Go, Neil was challenged to bring
3: the music of Wizard Rock. What, and he did. What have you
2: brought oh, for us, God, Neil? Oh, he
4: did.
3: Shall I just explain what Wizard Rock is first? No, I'll, I'll tell you what I brought first. Oh, I, um... Sorry, yeah. Say it, Neil, and I'll, uh...
2: I'll I'll fill you in. The uh,
3: band was the uh, blibbering humdingus with their song Dobby Bang Your Head.
2: And I've got permission to play the song, so here it it is. Yes.
0: All summer you stole my letters. I think that you had better. Tell me what you thought that would do. Uh Uh-oh. The Dursleys were entertaining. You started levitating That pudding and now I'm out of school Uh But then I jumped aboard The Weasley's flying board With Ron, George and Fred And Dobby just banged his head Yeah, Dobby Dobby Bang your head Yeah, Dobby Dobby Mental Elf will drive you mad. I was playing in a quidditch game. Mouthboy trying to do the same. So I just started chasing after me. E-e-e. Started flying all through the bleachers. Something's burning. Hey, it's a teacher. What you doing, Miss Hermione? E-e-e. Then Lockhart worked his charm Got no bones in my arm I'm lying in this bed And Dobby just banged his head Yeah Dobby Dobby Bang your head Yeah Dobby Dobby Bang your head head. This mental elf will drop. Stunned by a fellow tricks And now that Dolby's dead He can't bang his own head So I uh, I drag it around in this sack here And sometimes I pull it out And I I bang it against the wall Or, you know, hit it with a stick or something But it's lost a lot of blood It's really starting to smell I should see a taxidermist or something now I'm a wizard rock star Drums, bass, electric guitar And Dobby's gone, but that's okay I know his spirit lives on Rocks out with me and Ron He helps us rock the night away Cause when I play each show He's there in the front row, rocking the foot. He's red and banging his head. Yeah, Dobby. Bang your head. Yeah, Dobby. Bang your head. Yeah, Dobby, bang your head. This man, told elf, will drive you mad. This mental health will draw you mad This mental health will draw the mad Oh, it's always Dobby this and double that. Poor Dobby had to iron his hands. What about us? We were tortured by the legions of Mordor. Did we tell them about the precious? No, we didn't. Yes, we did. We told them about everything. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. See, this is why you don't have any friends, because you're so argumentative. Oh, yeah? Well, no, I'm not. Well, yes, we are, but I suppose maybe
3: Dobby's our friend. Dobby? We hate Dobby. So, yeah, that was Dobby Bang Your Head by the blibbering, blibbering humdingers. You, you sure You sure it was right to get permission to play that song? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good song. So... Wizard Rock.
4: You chose it?
3: Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll come on to that in a minute. It was the only
4: one he could find that thi- he liked.
3: This was a very, very difficult challenge. It's probably the most effort I've ever put into uh, an <laughs> intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode go, because I was determined to find a song that I liked. But yeah, what what is Wizard Rock? You see, when, when I first got challenged with it, I thought this would be interesting. I thought... Uh, I heard the joke about Roy Wood earlier. I thought, you know, bring something by the band Wizard. Uh, but then I thought, you know, Wizard Rock, it'll be, it'll be something very sort of, uh, it'll be like kind of medieval folk. It'll be, you know, some, something like uh, that band, that rubbish band you went to see at that festival, Friends of Merlin. No, Neil, that'll be cut out, mate, just in case anybody. <laughs> that, that really good... <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll
4: start again. That, that amazing band My you saw at that, that festival, band, well, I?
2: <laughs> uh, I'm a, I think their bass player may have died recently, so,
4: um, where should we go? Okay.
3: To- <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of thinking, <laughs> let's, head, let's just edit all of that out.
4: <laughs> no, no, leave it all. It's brilliant.
3: Comedy genius. Um, right. So, so, I was thinking when we said Wizard Rock, I was kind of, I was kind of conjured up, you know, sort of image of a load of blokes who look like Gandalf, <laughs> kind of like a seventies prog rock outfit, that kind of thing. And I, I thought, I'm, I'm really going to enjoy this. Uh, when I researched it, uh, wizard rock is actually the sort of era. of Wizard rock is from two thousand and two to two thousand and four, and it is music normally in a comedy vein, inspired by Harry Potter. And I started to listen to it. And a lot of a lot of wizard rock is uh, it covers. Uh, it's covers of really annoying sort of teeny pop music, and they're covered by mainly young American bands who can't be bothered to learn to play their instruments properly. <laughs> so so basically what you end up with is a genre of music that sounds fucking awful at the best of times, covered badly by people who can't even be bothered to learn to so play their instruments.
4: It of Harry Potter. Well, what What they covering that's got Harry Potter in it?
3: And they change the lyrics to...
4: Oh, sorry. Got yeah, yeah. yeah. So you yeah, get We It'd Will Rock like, You, but it's... A bit it's... like Weird Al.
3: That kind of yeah, thing, yeah, 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 but not as good. So, so, so you got you, you got an annoying genre of music covered by people really badly covered by people who can't play their instruments properly or can't sing with the lyrics changed to cheesy Harry Potter lyrics. Got you. And it was just yeah, it was hard work. I eventually settled on this one because um it at least made me chuckle a bit. Well, I'm a massive <laughs> fan of the Harry Potter books and films, and Dobby's probably one of my favourite characters. You know, and he kind of like. I mean, the, the, bit where, the bit where they talk about... Uh, you obviously just listen to it on the podcast so you can relate to it. So I'm, so I'm glad you got permission to play it. The bit where they say about, now that Dobby's dead, he finds it hard to bang his head. You <laughs> know <laughs> 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 It's yeah. a bit difficult. And then they've got this whole spiel when he talks about what he does. <clears> and... <throat> and, and I've got this mental picture in my mind with that that, that little spoken bit after that uh, after yeah. that chorus. That is anyway. I kind of picture um, Neil from the young ones delivering that line. He's like, uh, "Yeah, what should I do now? I'm soaking in bleach. It's starting to smell a bit." <laughs> does he say soak it in bleach
2: he says he, he says, uh, I know the bit he says uh, I with I just, a stick I, walk, I, the I walk around with it in a bag and occasionally bang it on things <laughs> it's really bloody and messy and horrible sometimes <laughs> I
4: carry, carry around the bag sometimes I bang it up the wall get it like, out with a stick we're starting to smell a bit now yeah. <laughs> so going to find a taxidermist or something <laughs> and then at the end they go into Gollum where did that come from that that was that so from? weird <laughs> That to me was one of the one of the members of the band knew how to do a golem impression and just really wanted to stick it in there and he did.
3: But yeah, compared to other wizard rock songs, this is this is a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, who wants to go first?
2: way? I'll go last. I've got some bits of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tom, Tom, you, you yeah.
1: can you, you can go first if you want. What, oh, what you I'll kick of it? us off. Yeah, um, oh, it, it was disturbing. Um, (laughs) it's not you didn't listen to two hours of the stuff yeah and and this if you're saying this is the best of it then i'm i I feel you might need some therapy after that but um it was uh yeah i'm not a big harry potter fan to start with and then as you said terrible music the video if if people want to have a look at it online as well is is a bit bit nutty so it, it does leave you confused Days disturbed, unsettled by the time you finished with it, so I think, I'm glad I know about it, but I don't think I'll be exploring any further wizard rock. Mm,
4: yeah, the band you mentioned earlier from the festival, what are they called?
1: Friends of Merlin.
4: Were they the ones that were like Jefferson Airplane? Yeah. that had
2: a bass player who kept sitting down and they had a oh, lady front woman Sunday well, I morning. I thought
4: that bass player was going to die on the day, to be honest. Moving on. Edit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, wow.
2: Nothing like a dead bass player to kill the conversation.
4: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Wizard Rock, um, this song, uh, well done. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I listen to it every day along with all the other songs, and uh, it's 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 very surreal. It's it's, it's funny. It's are they a Wizard Rock band or are they just a satirical band? uh, Wizard Rock. Wizard rock. Yeah, there's a wizard rock song, but are they a wizard rock band? Do they, is all of their music wizard rock, or
3: or are they just one song that falls into the category of wizard rock? I, 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 mean. I don't actually know. I found this on a wizard rock playlist. It's so the you listen to the one song and
4: thought, "That's enough for me. I don't need to listen." No, to I, listen, I, I listen
3: to I listened to about three hours of a wizard rock. playlist. No, I mean
4: their their, their music. Oh, I didn't I didn't I didn't oh. check
3: out individual bands. I.
4: I'm just wondering if this band is a wizard rock band or if they're just uh, they, they, one wizard rock song.
3: It's difficult to call because most wizard rock bands do have uh, they Harry are. Potter
2: reference in Sorry the Sorry now, they are 100% a wizard rock band. Their they're top five songs on Spotify are No Shame in Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff. No shame in Hufflepuff <laughs> Niffler Swing, Hermione's Bearded Bag. Beedi- <laughs> beaded Bag, not Bearded Bag. That's <laughs> something, that's something oh. completely different, that one. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> on On my um, way in
3: natural twenty, whatever that is. But yeah, so so with with the with the band name I could say it could go either way. What's the band name again? The 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 Blibbering Humdingers. Oh the, yeah, see um,
4: the, that's what made me think uh, is it um, what's that got to do with the, There are a lot of
3: wizard rock bands where the the band name is, is blatantly uh, a wizard rock band like a Harry and the Potters, uh, Drake, Draco and the Malfoys. I
4: quite liked Harry and the Potters.
3: Um Gred, Gred and Forge. Fred and George, a oh, yeah. um, you know, band, band bands like that. Um, but uh, but in any case, even if they weren't a, a wizard rock band, a you know, it's a, a genre of song, a, um, a a jazz band might decide uh, to I release think, a I rock think, song.
4: I think the, the musicality of this band isn't fantastic, to be honest. I, I think, think this is really well recorded, actually. I think
3: it, it is. It is compared to some of the I other think shit it out there's there.
4: There's a lot to be desired, to be honest. It's <laughs> right. Like, I oh, it's um,
3: he, he, head and shoulders above everything else I listen to.
4: It's that one bloke as well when I'm singing that. Dobby, Dobby, in the last bloke, Dobby! Bang been, your he's
2: head! head. He's bang your to. head. Just going to what you said, where you said Dobby's one of your favourite characters from the Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. Dobby's up there with George Jar, Jar Binks for me. Really? He fought, I'd fucking murder him myself if I could. How yourself? I'd bury him in the garden. You're
4: going to have to edit that because we're going to lose a lot of listeners.
2: Fuck
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. <laughs> I'm shocked, Wayne. I'm offended.
2: I'm I'm not
4: so so shocked as more more disappointed, Wayne. He
2: redeems himself in the end. By dying. Yeah. (laughs) Dead face players and dead house elves. (laughs) They're walking everywhere tonight. Any road. Dobby Bang Your Head by the blibbering humdingers uh, from the 2012 album Free Awkward Hugs. Uh, (laughs) 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 That's
3: a great album title.
2: (laughs) Um, Wizard (laughs) Rock is shortened to... Rock, with a W. We're Rock, yeah. There's, apparently there's a this whole We're Rock festival. But it's not We're Rock, it's
4: And rock. we shall not be signing up for those. It's just called
2: Rock.
3: It, it, you don't pronounce the W,
2: it's, it's just it's, Rock. It's,
4: no, it's, 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 it's pronounced the way Jonathan Ross would say
3: it. Do, do you remember the, the, the fourth uh, Harry Potter film where they actually have that band on for the Wizards Ball and uh, it's fronted by Jarvis Cocker? Mm. Vaguely, yeah. Apparently well, they're they considered to be a wizard rock band. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Okay, like
2: Neil said, it was a it de- was a style that developed between 2002 and 2004 in the United States. It's characterized by performances and humorous novelty songs about Harry Potter, about the Harry Potter universe.
4: I, I feel we've spent too much time on this this, this, <coughs> this genre.
2: Harry and the Potters are in are the band who initially started this movement, and obviously joined by Draco and the Malfoys. Uh, to date, there are over 750 were rock bands. The song, uh, <laughs> this song is. As a- <laughs> Do I say this on the podcast? Can I edit it out? Yes, no, you say it. I find this song as infectious as the um, coronavirus.
4: It's <laughs> 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 very infectious
2: because it is going to be a global Not, hit. <laughs> oh, nice I, beer, I,
4: though. I, I, I didn't get that personally. Find <laughs> it <of laughs> infectious?
2: Yeah, I, I really like the bit where he does the Dobby's head in a bag thing, <laughs> right. I think he's trying to do a West Country accent there, which made me laugh even more the more I heard him do it. Because he's trying his best to do, you know, all right, my lover, and he can't do it. So he ends up being this strange sort of transatlantic, I don't know.
4: I don't think he was putting on a voice. I
2: think that was his voice. Fair enough. Either way, I I I loved it. I mean, it literally plots... The Chamber of Secrets. That's that's what this song does. It plots to about halfway through, and Quite then cleverly, yeah, and then skips two books and then kills. Or skips three books and kills Dobby. Four books. Is it four books? Is it Dassy Hallows, <clears throat> Part One, or whichever one it is? I think this is a brilliant find. Now, it's, it's it's fantastic.
4: It's interesting. I'm not gonna like you. I probably won't listen to it again. It hasn't gone onto my regular listening playlist. I've I never
3: s- want to hear any Wizard Rock ever again as long as I live.
4: Yeah, yeah, that festival because hopefully we'll be doing some festivals this year for the podcast. Do not, do, and I'll repeat, do not sign us up for any Wizard I, Rock I don't uh, think there's
2: any Wizard Rock festivals in Britain,
3: to be honest.
4: Good. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's surprising, considering Harry Potter's a, uh, a British thing. Oh, it's an American...
3: Um, Wizard Story. Rock originated in America. Right then,
2: we uh, have to...
4: Right, so we're going to choose a genre for next time, and you're going to help us. I've never done this, Wayne. This is this is new to me, the Bible. Because it's,
2: it's me who is... Uh, I've never held the it's Bible It's my genre. Before. Can you pick us a letter of the alphabet, please, Tom?
1: Uh, uh, T for Tom.
4: Right. Okay, we're just going through the Bible. which is isn't in alphabetical order. No, it's not. It should be. Knee! Knee! Oh, right, okay. Is that all the T's, or is it all <coughs> the pages? Okay, number from There's one... There's too many T's. To number from one to 30. Nice.
1: I'll go 15.
4: Okay, 15. Okay, so Wayne, is it, it's you, is it? It's me. It's you. You are challenged with finding, out of the You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast Bible, the genre, Tondoro music? Tondoro. Tondoro.
2: tondoro. <laughs> uh, is there any description?
4: Folk music in the... St- in- Folk music style from Peru.
2: Nice. Mm. I look forward to that. That's going to be good. So Excellent.
4: This is, this is why we got rid, rid of the world challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll,
2: we'll be uh, finding music from the Tondoro genre. Brilliant.
4: Tondoro. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. Right. Now we're going to move. Wayne's going to tell it's not, you. It's All not Wizard it.
2: Rock though, is it? You know, I'm a bit disappointed if I'm honest. <laughs> Nothing's going to reach that heady height again, is it? I don't know <laughs> Dobby's heady height <laughs> <laughs> Dobby 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 <laughs> Bang your head uh, Right so we're going to finish up now With the artist spotlight
3: Artist spotlight <laughs>
2: our artist spot like this one is Tom
3: from Leopold. How are you Tom, right?
1: I'm, great. I'm great, I'm enjoying the podcast, it's been fantastic.
4: You yeah. You've been very patient. <laughs> it's not
3: normally this unprofessional.
4: Yes it is. No, it's it's about- is yeah. It is, yeah. We tell everybody that.
3: Actually, actually, I can actually reverse and
2: say it's not, it's been a bit more professional than normal tonight. we just like had a few you, hiccups, yeah. that's all. Mm. You know, it's running quite, a bit quiet way. Um So yeah, so uh, tell us all about uh, Leopold Tom, tell us all about what they do and uh, for people who haven't listened to the uh, the B-side you were on and tell us all about what's coming up for you.
1: Oh, great, uh, well thanks for having me. Uh, so yeah, my name's Tom I'm from the band Leopold, there's two of us in the band, the other guy Jacob, he's from Sweden, I'm from Manchester. We've been together now about three years we, during that time I think we've released 13 tracks and we are in the process of putting together our next EP which we'll release in spring and we're actually recording a, one of this weekend, actually. So it, it's really a live process. We're in the thick of it at the moment. Our style is it, its pretty much uh, described as influenced by sort of new wave bands, synth wave. There's a lot of synth rock pop. There's a lot of descriptions for it or electronic rock pop. But certainly bands that I'd say that we've been influenced by uh, sort of Depeche Mode. New Order, Muse, maybe on some level Oasis, just because I grew up in Manchester and and you're kind of that's all you're fed on when you're growing up in Manchester. Om- omnipresent,
4: so. yeah, it's, <laughs> you can't escape
1: it from the hairstyle to the uh, Adidas tracksuit. So and um, a bad attitude. No, no, I've got. I'd like to think I, I escaped that, but uh, but yeah, it's true. I don't have the swagger. That, that some people uh, develop but yeah so, so this is um, I mean what, one thing we um, I, I would say that we describe is that it, even though we're, d- we're sort of influenced by a lot of bands probably from the 80s and 90s we do try and um, put, put a modern take on it you, you know we, we you mentioned earlier in the show about um, samples and synths and we, we do use a lot of modern ones and, and we try and um, you know electronic music seems to be booming at the moment especially sort of the EDM scene and Deep House and things like that which is which is not our genre at all. I think we're, we're more on the mainstream but certainly maybe taking some of the sounds that that, that some of these guys are using and, and putting it into uh, something a bit more classical and a bit more rock pop themed and and so that that's our our, our take on things uh, I mean we always the songs that we write about are always somehow personal to us in some way so we when we come to writing the lyrics we I, I would not say we're elaborate I think I think we're probably quite straightforward. In, in the stories that we try and tell and, and they uh but do it with a bit of sincerity uh i mean whatever is in the songs is, is something that we've lived through and and so uh yeah uh that that's about it the ma- The main thing is really the the new ep which will be out in the, the next few months cool so the the
2: song you're bringing to to the podcast tonight, is that is it burn you want to bring
1: yes correct um Te-
2: tell us all about that
1: so yeah so, so burn is going to be the the first song off the next EP it's it's one it's i guess it's on the darker side it, and so musically and uh, lyrically it, at least for us any, anyway relatively speaking it is a breakup song we do have quite a few of those influenced as i said by by past experiences i think one of the nice things uh, that that we got to do or that the the song created the opportunity for was that we we filmed a video for it in new york so if, if people did want to have a look at the video on youtube it's on there a friend of ours directed did it for us and we think it turned out really well we, we didn't want to just do cliche scenes around new york like uh empire state and 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 these kind of things we we, we went out into the outskirts so we were in coney island mostly shot on, around brooklyn rockaway beach which is somewhere i've never been in my life and uh, we did throw in a, a few classic shots so we did do something in times square as well we, we went there at 3 30 in the morning to shoot so we we managed to get it looking quite deserted it almost looks like we shut the whole thing down just to shoot the video. So, so overall, that was a great experience.
2: Very cool. So, obviously, yeah, you've got the you're recording the new EP. Is that what you said? That's what you're up to at the moment.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We so we'll have another five songs out in around springtime. Yeah,
2: I, I seem to remember when you spoke to Rich on the B side. It's quite a, a drawn out process. Is it? You're having to send files back and forth between uh, yourself and uh, what's your what's your writing partner's name? I forgot his name. Yeah, um,
1: Jacob. Jacob. Yeah, it, it, it's tough for us actually because, uh, for example, at the moment I'm joining the podcast from Lebanon. Uh, so hence from where? Sorry, so, Lebanon.
4: Oh, that's why you're having troubles with your internet connection. It's me thinking yeah, you're it's in it's Manchester.
1: It's <laughs> Manchester. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah exactly so uh it, that's the it's you know uh thankfully the the meter back home is topped up top, but unfortunately <laughs> we do get regular power cuts here so uh sure, so i'm work what, what did yeah. you forget
4: did you forget to get off the bus or something what, yeah, what I, I think in? I might.
1: I got lost on the way to going to somewhere else, but and, uh, I never left. Um, Salford. But, uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: The Trafford Centre. I, think I um, took a
2: wrong turn at the Trafford Centre. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, so so I'm here, for example. I'm here for work, and and Jacob, the other guy, lives in Sweden, and so. It, we do most things remotely he works on music I do the vocals and the lyrics and, and we just basically send each other files back and forth until we feel like we're in a position where something can be recorded and then we usually meet up so it, it does mean that we, we record in different places which makes it interesting too so we the last song we recorded in Lebanon the last EP that we did we recorded in Georgia Jacob was working there at the time and prior to that we recorded the first EP in sweden so it it makes it a bit more fun and and the whole experience really because we're we're still a new band well we're still growing anyway um and and trying to make a name for ourselves so especially during these days it's important to make the most uh, and enjoy the process as much as possible so the the traveling adds a bit of adventure to it
3: so you're from manchester he's from sweden so you thought we'll meet up halfway in lebanon (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, something
1: like that. Yeah, it's not not a million
4: <laughs> miles most off. Most expensive EP <laughs> ever. <laughs> it's in exactly. Lebanon,
3: where um, where Bono's got that shopping centre to avoid tax. No, that's Luxembourg, isn't it? or Latvia? No, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's somewhere like Lebanon. He's got one in Lebanon.
1: Oh, it's not here anyway. I, I do know, I, I know Bono's. You know, got got a fair few accusations against him, but I, I don't think Lebanon's involved in it any way. It Lebanese shopping centre.
4: <laughs> in a way, um, I think I mentioned last time we spoke, and this song that you brought, Burn, absolutely emphasises what I said last time when I was speaking to you. So I'm not a fan, as everybody knows, of the. 80s synthwave movement, I, I, I always feel like the, the sound, and I, I attribute it to the, the, the Yamaha, that first Yamaha that was released, what was the ZX something? No, it was the Spectrum, what it's called. It was the called, was Yamaha X1. X1 yeah, yeah, it was their fault, they started it, it was it was a good place to start, but everybody started using it, it wasn't perfected, whereas what Leopold are doing, it's kind of like, them. Um, they've got that vibe, but they've got perfected sounds and the polished sounds that the 80s wanted to be but weren't there yet it's kind of like synthwave for now for today and i like it i i think that's the way synthwave should should sound and, uh, yeah, and uh, I think if I remember right, you, you said that you were trying to do that, make a uh, keep that vibe alive from the '80s, but keep it current as well. Hundred
1: percent. Yeah. No, thanks for that. I, I appreciate it. And, and it's it's bang on. It, it's yeah, taking those influences from the, our childhood, but but mixing in modern sounds and and modern uh, technology yeah. and, and uh, recording techniques as well. Uh, the the range of options now, when it comes to samples and so forth, is endless. So really, just trying to make the most of what's available.
4: Yeah, I think we mentioned earlier. Mentioned Sheb earlier. The song that you burn, it reminds me a lot of the song that Sheb Mommy did with Sting, uh, Desert Rose. Oh, of I've wrote that down. Yeah, have you? I've, wrote got, that I've got that wrote down. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the, the 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 sound, the, the way you've what's the word, you, the way you've composed it all, it it doesn't sound just like it, but it puts me in you know in mind of that. And it's a fantastic sound, and that's probably one of my favourite songs of all time, uh, Desert Rose. So yeah.
3: It's interesting you said that, Rich, because I, I, I didn't think Desert Rose when I listened to it before, but I get where you're coming from. What I did get from this when I heard it is, is for me, it sounded, the only way I can describe it, it's a perfect fusion of sort of pop rock and EDM. Yeah. And that also describes Desert Rose. The two songs sound nothing like each other, but, yeah. but it's got that... Yeah, it's just those elements. It's it's, it's, it's it, yeah. It, and the it,
4: musicality is absolutely level. The musicality is phenomenal. The way you've you've layered all your sounds and the vocals, and that you've you you have got a bit of an Eastern vibe about the song as well, especially with a uh, female vocal that under quite near the end, the way she wales and gives it a bit of an Eastern vibe, which is absolutely beautiful. Who is she, by the way? Uh, She's
1: Lebanese, actually. Yeah. So it's funny you you say that. Yeah. So she is Middle Eastern. Uh, She's a friend of mine. She's not... A known singer. She's not even a professional singer in any way. She's just a friend who I think should be a singer because she has a great voice. Oh, definitely.
4: Um, well, send us uh, like socials and stuff, and we'll make sure to tag her in the uh, show when it goes out.
2: Oh, I will definitely. Thank mm-hmm. you. I've got I've got exactly what Richard just um, said written down here. He said, I think it's the. the... The, the the song's a brilliant use of Middle Eastern chanting. The the song for me gives me a Robert Miles vibe. Oh yeah, yeah, I um, can get on board with that. You know, and like nineties EDM, and there's nothing wrong with that because I, I think EDM was probably at its peak in the nineties. Mm. You know, and, and from from what it was to what it is now. So yeah, so sort of. Taking that with the Sting as well, with with Sting, with the Sting, with Sting and Desert Rose, they're all about the same time. So mm. I think I think that's yeah, that's a fair comment. It's a brilliant song, love it. Oh, thank, so thanks a lot, guys.
4: It actually, it actually. I'm not I'm not saying this because you you're there, but it actually gave me goosebumps. Loved it. Oh, Little, well, I love it it's on, on, on my regular listening playlist. So yeah, love it. Really good oh, amazing. song. Amazing. Thanks, Looking guys. forward to the uh, whole EP. Oh, so cool. I so please be sure to send that over once it's done.
1: No, definitely. You know I'll be spamming you, Richie. I, as soon as we have every, as soon as we have anything, you're, you're first on the list. So uh, as, you, as you probably noticed,
4: I remember when you sent the video over, and I'll be absolutely honest with you. I thought, oh no, because when I get a second song off an artist, I always panic because a lot of the time I chose them in the first place because the song that I chose them for was brilliant. And their second song piles in comparison. But this one completely lived up. It was phenomenal, yeah.
1: Oh cool! Thank
2: you. Why? tell us your socials, Tom. Tell us all about where they can find Leopold and uh, and where they can stalk you and get your music and all the rest of it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so the, we have a. Unfortunately, we we made a mistake when choosing the name of the band. It, it's made us very hard to find. So we, <laughs> we, we we say the name. The band is called Leopold, <laughs> but unfortunately, we spell it L E O P L D. So there's no second O as you would probably assume, and as Google will suggest when you try and search Leopold's the art. Our handle on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter is at Leopold the Band. Although remember, no second O in Leopold, and you'll also Leopold. find us wrong. Leopold, that, that, yeah. If you if you think of it that way, it, it will it yeah, it'll be easy to find us. Leopold. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we're on Spotify and uh, Apple Music, iTunes, SoundCloud, um, and Deezer, Tidal. Uh, we're we're on pretty much everything.
2: Brilliant. Check them out, people. You will not be disappointed. No. We are are reaching the end of the show then, fellas. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter. You can email us at info at com. You can support the show as well through Patreon, if you like. Is it just... Patreon and YHDMP series. Patreon,
4: you've got a lot of, lot of podcasts that have different layers so you can get different things. You, some podcasts will have, oh, if you pay $15, you get this, and then if you pay $25, you get this. And so we just have a simple $9. You join us and we'll give you extra stuff and you'll get earlier content and stuff. And if you do that, you help, you're supporting us and it helps us pay for the stuff that we need to pay for new
1: equipment and the like
4: well not yet that'd be nice <coughs> though wouldn't it yes that would be yes and
1: a new bottle of whiskey yeah uh, absolutely a new <laughs> bottle of whiskey
2: yeah <laughs> Neil broke to play so what I booted up uh, exactly. thanks, thanks to um, thanks to all the people who support us already on patrons uh, on patreon as the scores stand at the moment for the head to head uh, Neil and Rich both have won and I'm a loser with none oh no sure. Um next time I should be bringing the music of Tondero from Peru. Did you
4: say Peru? Peru yeah.
2: folk music as the genre, uh, the intense local genre. Peruvian flute bands. I don't get that joke now.
4: Did no. they? Did, don't they do the, the throat singing? No,
3: that's not. Nah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Who's
2: the guest for next time, Ridge? I ask the do same this question every time. Every time, I ask the same questions. It
3: wasn't a joke, by the way. I just thought Peruvian flute bands. It
2: sounds like it should be a Monty Python sketch or something we like that.
4: Have.
3: There was a whole South Park episode about
4: oh it. Lord. Was there
2: really? So Which also the involved 11. the
3: world being taken over by uh, giant
2: hamsters.
4: We have Tommy Tika.
2: Ah, Tommy Tika of The Impersonators. The Impersonators. We've spoke to him before, haven't we? A couple of times.
4: Tommy Tika. He loves
2: coming on the show. He really we does. We haven't...
4: It's not been that long since we've had him once, surely. He's on the B-Sides, bless him. He, he still keeps posting every every <laughs> week on, uh, on Twitter for us. He loves it. He loves he, it. He's, he's, he's a lovely bloke.
2: So, uh, yeah, check us out on social media. Go back through our back catalogue. Check out the songs mm. from this time. <laughs> Um, Go and check out this week's winner, which was "Sweetheart" by Serena Dalton. Go check out my song "Middle Life" with their song "You Break Everything." Go check out Neil's song "Siren" uh, Siren by Resurrection Fern. Please go check out Wizard Rock, um, the Blue Ring. The blibbering humdingers with their song, Dobby Bang Your Head, but it's on the podcast, you can hear that one. And definitely go check out Leopold and all their their work.
4: Yes, and if you like their music, <clears throat> listen to on Spotify, if you like their music, go to Amazon, go to Apple and buy their music. Support Absolutely. our indie artists. Did,
2: like their Facebook page, like their Twitter page. These things help, these things matter. They put people further up lists, They they do strange things like that, and these things really matter. Yes, so. and on
4: that note as well, also please... Give us a five star on Apple and leave us a written review because that helps us get the podcast out there. Yeah, it really helps us. In fact, more than money, that's going to help us. So, yeah, please give us a rating on Apple.
2: Now we've pimped ourselves, I feel really dirty. I think we need a wash. <laughs> yes. And Now we are rounding up to the end of the show. So, uh, I've been Wayne.
4: I have been Richie.
3: I've been Neil. And he has been... Tom slash Leopold.
4: Thank you for listening. If indeed. You still are. Goodbye.
3: Goodbye. Fuck.
4: Bye off. bye bye bye. Neil. Bye.
2: This is a journey into sound, a journey which along the way will bring to you new colour, new dimension, new values,
1: and a new experience.
2: Hello and welcome to the Overhead This Music Podcast. This is a podcast about less than known bands and less known artists. As always on the show, I'm Wayne, and with me...
4: What about This Is A Journey Into Sound? I don't do that You've always used could to you do pull that?
2: Me, you pulled me up on it like three times, so I'll stop doing it.
4: I kind of got
2: used to it. Okay, well, I'm Richie. Let's let's start that again. <coughs> oh, that's you
4: could have, brilliant. You
2: can used that. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Have Now This Music Podcast. This is a journey into sound. <laughs> 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 you, like, you you interrupt me and fuck my flow every time I I introduce <laughs> every single fucking time. <laughs> Keep your fucking mouth shut and go outside or something. Sorry,
4: sorry. Fucking every time. I wasn't even thinking it You brought that it. on yourself then. I wasn't even
2: thinking it Bastard L. <laughs> right
4: <coughs> How's your ears?
1: <laughs> I wasn't expecting that I there guess it's know. the head-to-head
2: road I will try and give you some <laughs> headphone warnings because Neil does shout
3: Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition <laughs>
2: I'll tell you, James, man. Hmm.
3: Um. Do you think I'll have time to go and have a piss while he comes back? Yeah, come yeah,
2: yeah.
3: It'll, it'll, it'll save me interrupting the phone. Like I think own. you might have
2: the time to go and have that 10. Oh,
3: shit. You've um, your whiskey. Shit. <coughs> Oh. Yeah, that's just.
4: Look it up in a bit. I, I apologise. <laughs> it's an accident. Oh, nice <laughs> I, well, that's I was left there. Nice smell.
1: I thought I was getting a warning for the screams.
2: Oh, sorry, <laughs> headphone warning. <laughs> <laughs> last last week when you did that. It was one of his best, yeah. I think last week when you did that and you did that little <laughs> at the start I had to stop editing for about an hour <laughs> I couldn't do it I just kept replaying it and replaying it and replaying it brilliant <laughs> oh yes I believe that was one of the best hi how can I
0: help you today as a McDonald's employee you say those words quite often but how about when you need help like consulting a doctor hi how can I help you today When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants.
4: ACAST powers the world's
1: best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.